This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Gerald, welcome to Power Weekend Breakfast. How are you doing? Morning to you and morning to all your listeners. Fantastic. Let's start at the very, very basics, right? We have all of these cards, all of these facilities, all of these things that the banks give us. What, what exactly is the difference between a credit card and other forms of transactional cards? Look, a credit card is really a, an advance of money or access to a pool of money, which you agree with a financial institution, and you agree to use that money. Um, in return, they earn interest on your, and you commit to pay what they ask you to pay at the end of the month. And I think that's really the beginning of our credit woes is mm. that most people, when they enter into these contracts, do not understand what it entails. We seem to have a culture where people think it's optional and you decide how much you feel like paying them at the end of the month. It doesn't work like that. It's actually a contract. And when you don't honor the terms of the contract, that's when things start going awry and that's when things really get interesting. How is that different to an overdraft? An overdraft is very similar to a credit card, um, but an overdraft normally has a, 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 a higher interest rate because it's usually accessed in an emergency situation. And also one of the things which all people who enter into this contract don't realize is that it's in the contract that they can terminate your overdraft or your credit facility um, without notice. Oh. <laughs> so... So that's another reason why, why a lot of people get the shock of their lives when their credit limit has been reduced or their overdraft has simply been cancelled and they've made their way into your salary. Sure. Okay, Gerald. So what, what, I didn't know that. What, what would cause them to do this is because maybe I have not been repaying. Uh, why would they have to shut down this facility all of a sudden? Okay. Exactly. The facility is based on your conduct. Mm -hmm. So you hit the nail on the head. As long as you're paying on time, paying the agreed amounts, you're you're good to go. But remember, they can monitor your spending. They can see what you're doing with the card. So it's not like you can hide from the bank that you're actually taking money from there to pay another card. They can see exactly what's going on on your financial transactions. So your bank or your credit lender is actually the first person to know when you're in financial distress because they can see the signs in your spending patterns. Mm. And once they pick that up, Mm. your credit risk is decidedly higher and therefore they can decide to lower the risk by simply terminating your facility or if you're really abusing the uh, terminating if you're abusing the facility or reducing access to the facility Mm. in terms of the limits which they had agreed with you. How do you qualify? uh, Carry on. It's not a right, you know. Mm. I think it's not a right if the bank at the beginning um, gave you a 100,000 rand credit card when you were single. Now they can see you're married. They can see you are paying school fees. They can see now you're, you know, you're using your credit card to buy a pizza. All those things, they don't work in your favor. And that's mm, one yeah. of the things which these are some of the same the credit hacks we need to understand that they see where you spend your money. So mm. if you are spending the money like, in places which show financial distress, yeah. they will definitely pick up on it. They, right. they, they can pick up if you're putting a savannah on your head. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah. but let's talk about how you qualify. How, how come you either have to qualify, do qualify, or don't qualify? What rubric do they use to give you a credit card in the first place? To access any credit facility, it's based on affordability. Now, affordability is about them being you being able to demonstrate 
that at the end of the month you can comfortably pay um, any any obligations you've contractually agreed with them. Mm. So normally they'll go through your budget, they'll go through your bank statements, and they can actually pick up. Okay, at the end of the month, Fabi has a nice 15 grand which she can afford to do something else with. We can advance this facility. Mm. Now, a lot of the time we do not know that a lot of the things we do on our bank statement actually work against us. Mm. And if you sit down with a financial planning professional such as myself, I can show you the things which actually lower your credit score. Mm. Um, and you think it's normal, but a lot of the time, you know, um, try and avoid swiping for everything in the land. Rather withdraw money mm. and then spend your cash on those things. Because when you swipe for everything, they can see that you're at tops. They can see that you, you, are, you are a late night spender and all those oh. things. Rather withdraw yeah. the money during the day. And if you're going on a night out, spend cash. Because mm. it doesn't paint you in a bad light. Yeah. That at midnight or 1 a.m., you're always yes. looking for 2,000 rand. And yeah. it doesn't, who, doesn't make you look good. No, no, no. Whomst are they to say <laughs> your purchase at... Pizza are us is, uh, you know, a desperate purchase compared to your purchase at, you know, uh, macro or whatever to buy groceries. Remember, managing a financial uh, contract is all about your conduct. Mm. So it's important to, to, to gauge that you're dealing with someone who's financially responsible. And if you are showing that you're an impulse purchaser or an impulse spender, wow. it means that you're more likely mm. to be at higher risk because... During one of your impulsive moments, you went to Pizza R Us and bought 10 pizzas mm. for the whole crew. Yes, you can afford it. <laughs> yeah. You've got a great job, but it shows that you actually mm. do things on the spur of or the moment. Impulsive. Mm. Yes. And mm. also things like your debit orders. Mm. Missing a debit order is actually the worst thing you can do because mm. that just shows that you don't care. <laughs> you don't, you know. And a lot of the time, we like, you know, our satellite service provision is like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't put it on your debit order. Pay for it cash. Mm. Therefore, when you decide you don't want to pay that month, it doesn't look adverse on your credit. Oh. Um, so there's a lot of things which we take out debit orders for, which we're probably better off just maintaining as cash payments. Mm. They give you that option. Mm. If you continue to select debit order, make sure that the money is there all the time to pay them. And all these things lower your credit score. The lower your your standing in the sight of a lender, and actually that's why a lot of things get declined. You can get a home loan declined because you can't pay your satellite subscription on time every month. What Mm. if your employer pays you on like the 9th or the 10th of the month? Look, if your employer pays you on the 9th or the 10th of the month, most most credit providers also give you an option to the date which you pay back the money. So, you know, a lot of the time we don't realize there's a mid-month payment option. You know, you can't pay on the 15th because remember, a lot of um, government workers get paid mid-month. Mm. So you can choose a date which correlates to when there will be money in your account. If you obviously select the first of the month when you get paid on the 9th, you're asking for trouble because <laughs> you're either promising yourself that from the 9th to the next first, yes. the money will be there, yeah, yeah. or rather work it the other way where, you know, you, you limit the number of days in which the debit is collected. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Gerald, what then, if you aren't supposed to go to Tops, you aren't supposed to go to Pizza RS, what are you supposed to use your credit card for? Look, I think, you know, you can use your credit card for any, for anything you like, Papi, but what I'm saying is, show a pattern which is, shows responsibility. Um, you know, things like paying your school fees with your debit card, um, 
It's a responsible action, but it greatly reduces your affordability because they can see every month you pay this huge chunk of school fees, whereas a lot of the time you can take that money out. Um, a lot of people, what you, what you can do is take the money out of your debit card, mm. put it into your credit card, and then do whatever you want on the credit card. The credit card, you can spend it at 4 a.m. They're not, they're not monitoring that. Your current account, which has your debit card, there you can't mess around because there that's where your conduct is actually um, judged upon for credit okay. facilities. So if you want to maintain a positive um, uh, and better credit score, okay. try and keep a bit of money in your debit in your current account. And for most of your spending, shift the money from your debit to your credit and pay, obviously, do all your transactions there. But obviously, at the end of the month, honor the repayment yeah. on the credit card. It just it just works better in terms of profiling and how the banks work. It's just how they assess your risk. If you run everything from your current account, mm. make sure that it's squeaky clean. It's clean. You don't miss a date. You know, uh, when you mentioned 4 a.m., I think they might even check that because now there's curfew. But um, <laughs> what, 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 I mean, you, you mentioned overdraft and a credit card. What other types of credit facilities are there that exist uh, within the banking sector or, or forms of credit that we could utilize? Well, the, the first one is simply a personal loan. A personal loan is, is an advanced amount which um, you agree to pay back over a certain period of time, 12, 24, 36 months. That's your personal loan. The next one you can look at is an overdraft. Overdraft is a, a, it allows you to go beyond zero balance on your current account. And normally it's utilized in cases of it's supposed to be an emergency facility. Yeah. So typically it has a very high interest rate because it's supposed to be an emergency yeah, facility. Because I was about to ask, Gerald, can you give us what, what the percentage, uh, the interest rates are perhaps? Are you yeah. able to do that on each form of uh, credit facility uh, so that you're able to weigh and see? Because uh, I know there's personal loan, then there's home loan, uh, two different things, okay. and then the interest rates are sort of... Uh, I different. can't give you the exact numbers, but I can tell okay. you which one has the lowest okay, going cool. to the highest. No so the lowest interest rate would normally be on your home loan, simply because your home loan is an asset which actually belongs to the bank. So they don't stress about home loans because they know if you don't pay it, they get back their house. It's always okay. there until you pay it off. So the next type of in- interest rate which you then get is your personal loan um, interest rate or your or your or your car loan interest rate, car loans and personal loan. Car loan, you're you're, you're getting advanced money to buy a car, so it's t- t- typically actually a loan of money. They don't mm, buy your car; they actually gave you money. Yeah. So that interest rate is usually much higher, mm. um, and normally um, it's around twenty percent thereabouts. But yes. obviously, depending on which financial institution you're working yeah. with. Um, it can be different. The home loan, you can probably get between about 8%, 9% um, at this particular moment for the average person with average credit. Now, your overdraft is now um, a higher interest rate than your personal loan because it's an emergency facility normally which you apply, you know, you want a quick answer and you need the money quickly. So normally that's a higher interest rate than your car and your credit. And also your overdraft is similar to your revolving credit. Um, now you can ask for an overdraft which expires, which means that after a certain date it's gone, mm-hmm. or you can have it as a revolving loan where it's now operates very similar to a credit card. But it's better for you to get a credit card than a revolving loan because the interest rate on a credit card is actually lower. Yeah. And remember, the one thing which 
um, all your financial institutions agree with you is that should your credit deteriorate, they can cancel that facility without giving you notice. And also another thing about credit is that they have this clause called a set-off, which means that if you bank with them on other things and (laughs) they see the money there and you're not paying it where it's supposed to be, they can take it without your permission. No, I've I've experienced (laughs) that. So so a lot of of people to avoid... Being a, a victim of the set-off rule, yeah. they, they, their credit card is not with the same person which they have their debit card. Mm. Because, you know, a lot of people have their current account with the same bank as their credit card, but yeah. they pay the credit card last, and they get tired yeah. of you missing payments and paying them last. One month when your salary goes in, they'll clear their balance Eesh. and cancel your credit card. Yeah, They can do that. It's well within their contract. Mm. 0861-987-000 is the number to dial. Uh, we've got Gerald Mwandiabira, uh, who is an acting CEO and chief strategist, uh, who's also a certified financial planner. Uh, he's talking all things credit, responsible use of credit, and, mi- and minimizing credit card risk. Charlie, you've called in all the way from DCOP. Good morning and welcome to Power Weekend Breakfast. Charlie. Charlie. Okay, Charlie's radio is on. And is we'll put Charlie back. Please, back. Can, uh, Val, if you could just ask Charlie to turn his radio off. And I'm desperate to hear what Charlie's question and answer is from Gerald because uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, Gerald, a little bit confused about, you know, the credit card use and the current account use. Do you legitimately pay X amount of money over what you owe your credit card so that you have a little bit of play money in your credit card and that's what you use every day? I think that that's... Something that you were saying there, but let's hear what uh, Charlie has to say. Charlie, good morning. Uh, good morning, Power FM. I would like to know uh, where should I, where should my salary be paid in, debit card or credit card? Excellent question. Thank you, Charlie. Okay, is he asking where your salary should be paid in? Correct. Yes. Salary normally you want it going to your debit card. And then from the debit card, obviously, you get your debit orders coming off. Um, and then I would now normally recommend for your consumption spending, send it through to your credit card mm-hmm. and, and, and you use the credit card for your day-to-day swipings, etc. Yeah. It, it, a credit card improves when you swipe it more. Okay. A debit card doesn't improve when you swipe Got it more. It. That's <laughs> my question <laughs> that, answer. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. essentially, you know, a credit card loves you to swipe because it pushes that credit score up because at the end of the month, you then pay it all back and you look like a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Current <laughs> account where you are swiping left, right, and center, the money is all gone in four days. Mm. Uh-uh. The African dad came out yeah. of me there. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Listen quickly, Gerald. Um, uh, Moretti says, can you save on your credit card? Is it advisable if you can? Yes, you can. Actually, it's a very good um, good thing to do to keep a positive balance on your credit card because they do actually pay um, a better interest than your current account on your credit card savings. But do inquire with your bank because I've had a few cases where people said, my bank doesn't pay me um, better interest than my mm-hmm. current account. You lied on radio. No, there are, there are certain banks which do. Um, try and make sure your bank is one of those where if you do have a positive balance in your credit card, it actually works as a nice savings account, much better than um, a current Very account yeah. um, in terms of interest rate. Yeah, and then uh, I've heard that you should never be on a minus on your current and obviously try not to owe money on the credit card. Does it matter how much money you have? Does that uh, affect your credit score? So if someone like me is always making sure that I have minimum 200 rand left uh, so that when you know things come off, yeah. there's no money. Yes, yes. Or, or if Look, I it, have 5,000 
it does make a big difference, you know, to always have your credit card maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want it always maxed out. You want to be operating in the realm where you are using the facility, but it's not showing financial distress. Okay. Maxing out is a sign of financial distress because it means you're using every cent available to you. Okay. So use the facility, which is why it's a nice thing for you to put your salary when you done your debit orders into your credit card because suddenly you lower that balance down and you increase your credit available again mm. and then you can work towards it toward, till the end of the month and again replenish it and bring it all the way down and for them in terms of managing a credit card that's very good for mm. the score yeah. for a current account you really want to keep a balance in there for the duration of the month to show that you can survive a month with money in that account but it doesn't look good when all of the money is gone in two days yeah <laughs> so you must take some out, put it in yeah. your credit card to swipe, 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 but don't leave, yes. uh, don't take it all oh. out because you also mustn't be in zero yeah. or minus yes. over there. Yes, uh, it, it actually looks bad. It, 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 when they're assessing you for credit, it looks bad for you to present a bank statement with 14 pages. Because those 14 pages have 30 rents, so I have 30 rents. No, 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 no. A bank, a bank statement is supposed to really show the major categories of how you live. In I'm terms in of so business. much trouble. Do you know, yes. now that the, the, the parking at the mall can take your card, yes. I've been yes. paying 10 rand here, 8 so, rand there. Yes. I'm screwed, so, Gerald. So, so in two pages, you've just got parking. Yeah. Oh, imagine. You, know, that's, you should actually be putting all your parking money into a credit card yeah. because that just distracts. Um, in your, the scoring of your debit card. On your debit card, they want to see your major yeah. life policy, your savings, your investment, and this is the cash you use in a month. That's mm. all they want to see. And then they can assess from there, this is how much you have as your average balance, and this is how, how many days your account is in positive balance. Yeah. Done, you're sure. a good person to lend. Now, if they've got everything from your toothpick, <laughs> your parking, no, it's, and, it, 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 it does yeah. show that they you know, that's why the, the cash is there. We still need yes. to use cash yeah. Um, yeah. occasionally. And I think the biggest scam, Gerald, uh, is that now people are able to tap their cards. But we'll speak about that another yeah. time uh, since we're out of time. But thank you so much, Gerald, for this informative uh, conversations that we just had with you regarding uh, the responsible use of credits and minimizing credit card risk. How do we follow you or get hold of you, Gerald? It's at AskGeraldCFP, at AskGeraldCFP on Twitter and other social platforms, or simply AskGerald.co.za, AskGerald.co.za. Credit is not the enemy. Understand how to use it, and you can actually work with it, and it can make your life a lot better. That's Gerald Mwandiabira, who is a certified financial planner. Here on Power Weekend Breakfast, you can, of course, get that as a podcast. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.